0: hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. Hello, hello. All right. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. And uh, I want to put first, happy new year. I think this is, I'm releasing this on January the 1st, uh, so obviously I'm recording it before that, but uh, my hope is that 2024 is absolutely epic in all the right ways for you. Uh, during 2024, uh, we at Healthy Perspectives are going to be doing some things a little bit different, I think. Um, at least we're going to attempt to um, and and so you might notice a uh, a new intro coming. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the year is kind of a neat time for us to sort of look at what we're doing and say, hey, can we do something better? Um, and then we we kind of capture it. Which brings me to the topic of today, which is resolutions. Are resolutions good or not very good? Like I get a I get people coming in and they're just so mixed on this. Some people are like, oh, I do resolutions every year. Some people are like, resolutions are stupid. Like every time I do them within a couple of weeks, it's old and then I don't stick to it. Or, you know, why would I wait until New Year's to do a resolution if I have something that needs to change? So there's all these these different approaches. And I want to give you a clinical explanation uh, to the the pros and cons to uh, resolutions it's going to be cut and dry pretty quick. So hang on. Um, first, I want to introduce you to a little bit of a theory. All right. The theory goes uh, there's, there's this growth theory that, that, that talks about uh, pre-contemplation, contemplation. Uh, they call it the theory. I think it's called the, the, the theoretical change model, um, pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. All right. Now I went through that really super fast. But the idea is, if you want something in your world to change, you first have to recognize that there's something there that ought to change. Now, almost always, almost always, that comes with discomfort. But what if you could avoid the discomfort and still make the adjustment before the discomfort gets there? Wouldn't that be ideal? That's kind of the point behind doing resolutions. It's maybe there's some kind of discomfort going on, uh, but more often than not, it's a, you know, I probably could do this better, all right? Um, What I would suggest is that you look at it through the lens of pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. Because within that model, it creates, uh, it, you know, it overlaps really, really well with what we call identity creation. And in identity creation, what you're doing is assessing who I was, who I am, and who I want to be. Now, why does that matter? Because anytime you go to make a change, you ought to be looking at who you were, are, and want to be every single time. Now, there are going to be minor things that come up in your day. You don't need to go through the whole process. There's an informal shortcut, right? Which is, wow, I noticed that this is just not working the way that I thought it would. I'm going to change this. But most things, significant life changes of any kind, which is what resolutions are supposed to be. I'm going to work out this year. I'm going to do it all year long, right? Right. They come with an assessment of who I was, who I am, and who I want to be. If you don't do all three of those steps within the change model, you will not likely stick to your resolution. And therefore, you will conclude that resolutions are stupid. Why? Because resolutions that you can't keep are stupid. It's like a waste of time. It's like, oh, I made a change for a month, and then right back into the old rut. Okay, so let's take a closer look at this uh, this PCPAM this pre uh, contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. If we are going to really take a look at making a change, before you do a resolution, step number one, you absolutely should shrink your world for a period of time. Sometimes that's an hour, sometimes it's twenty four hours, sometimes it's three or four days. But shrinking your world allows you the the ability to look back in your life and slowly, methodically pick it apart a little bit. It means highlight the strengths and the weaknesses that you've been carrying. Now, for those of you who have followed me a while, this is kind of what we talked about in the backpack stuff. Not completely. So, you know, you're not getting an exact repeat. But the idea of looking back and saying, is this something I want to carry? Okay. Then when you shrink your world, meaning you take, you know, you take a 24 hour timeout, let's say, you can then go, okay, if that's who I was, who am I? Like today, right now, as we sit, who am I? What are my roles? What are my responsibilities? Uh, You know, like, what am I? Who am I? Right? That's an important question. And that's a hard question for most people to answer. And then we look to the future and we say, okay, if that's who I was, and this is who I am, who do I want to be? What are my hopes and fears for tomorrow? Now, if you're not doing a resolution like this, I'm going to be really, really blunt with you. You're probably wasting your time. You are probably wasting your time. Because this process allows you, see, that's, that's that contemplation phase. It's really blowing that up so that you can then take the next step of preparation. If this is who I was and this is who I am and this is who I want to be, how am I going to get there? That's that preparation phase. Once we, once we take a look at how I'm going to get there, then it's just a matter of putting it into action and then reevaluating it. So are resolutions good or not so good or bad or whatever? Um, you know, at the end of the day, I would say they are good if you're doing them well. Let me give you some, some pitfalls that people fall into. Uh, so these are areas of risk that you know if you get stuck here you're gonna you're gonna waste your time with a resolution number one people who do it spontaneously waste of time absolute waste of time not 99 out of a hundred times that will be a waste of time the other one it's you got lucky <laughs> I mean it's just you know it's it's the odds are not in your favor. So number one, if you're doing it spontaneously probably not a good use of your time. Number two, if you find yourself fixating on something that you suck at, that whole fixation process, what it does is it puts blinders on us. It breaks down our ability to see our past, our present, and our hopes and fears for tomorrow accurately. So if you fixate, you're going down a rabbit hole. So in in a situation like that, what I would say is give yourself more time to make a resolution. Maybe you're not a 24-hour person. Maybe you spend 24 hours, you fall into a couple of fixations, and then you take a break for four or five days, and then you come back to it. Okay? Uh, The the third one that I'm going to give you in terms of biggest risk areas that I see from the clinical world, uh, failing to assess who you were are, and want to be. People who just don't do that, who, who, who just pick things based on the here and now, uh, they're, they're, they're flying by the seat of their pants kind of people. You, you really, really have to dig into the, who was I, who am I, and who do I want to be? Or you frankly are going to go down a rabbit hole. It'll be a self-created rabbit hole, you could do that. It's not my choice. You, you live your life. I don't have to live your life. But people who don't do a real solid assessment of who they were, are, and want to be, that causes a problem. Okay, another area is uh, looking to the future and not being realistic. So many times, so many times, I see people set resolutions that just aren't realistic for them. It doesn't mean it's not realistic four or five years from now, but there's incremental change, which is most effective. Incremental change tends to take longer periods of time. So people who want to just suddenly make the change today, but they don't want to plot out the plan. They don't want to do the work to look forward and say, who do I really want to be? And how can I get there? In a reasonable fashion. Look, if you make a 3% change, and then next year, you make a 3% change. And then next year, after that, you make a 3% change. Within within three years, you're at almost 10% different. That's phenomenally different. You don't have to take these big, giant, sudden bites. If you want to eat an elephant, you do it one bite at a time. It's no different with a resolution. OK, so if I'm if, if I'm being honest, as clients come in and say, should I set resolutions? What I tell them is, sure, you could do that any time of year. It doesn't have to be on January 1st. Is January 1st a good opportunity in the United States to do that? Absolutely. Why? Because it kind of is this sort of trendy thing to do. And anything that helps you remember to look at who I was, who I am, who I want to be and that change model. And then that implementation process, that's actually a good thing. But if you're not going to do it right, you're probably going to waste your time. It is not an easy process. A lot of people think it's, oh, you know what? Uh, You know, the the, the ball is dropping in New York and I'm going to hurry up and come up with one. Not probably the best technique. And you're more likely to have trouble succeeding. So what I would say is do it. Absolutely do it and do it correctly because the correct process in this kind of situation absolutely makes all the difference. You will create success that way. Maybe not perfect success, but success nonetheless. Rather than quitting in week three, you you will get it to go out to June, July, August, September. And yeah, you may have some ups and downs along the way, but you will be able to very clearly articulate who I was am, and, and want to be. And it'll help you keep on track. It's good for that motivation piece. It's good for that, uh, you know, that remotivation motivation. When you start to fade, when that motivation starts to, to wane a little bit, it's good because if you do the work, it's easier to keep in mind what you're doing it for. It helps you understand your why better. I hope this was helpful. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for joining us. Stick with us as we venture into 2024 together. Uh, Like, subscribe, follow us. Do all those things because we're trying to make this super helpful for as many people as we can. I hope you enjoyed this and have a great day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot. So we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms. But you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com Or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to Healthy perspectives.com you'll still find us you just got to click on the podcast button thank you so much